So ladies and gentlemen, once again, good afternoon and welcome to Real Estate IQ, number one in deal finding. And welcome to the webinar, Successful Habits Book Club. Thank you all for being with us this afternoon. I'm Arthur, and let's continue to journey together in the insightful world of book. Now, why this book club? It has been said that our success is a direct result of all the habits we have. The more success, successful habits we adopt, the more successful we become. And reading on a regular basis is one of the most impactful successful habits we can all develop. And here's a couple of wise words coming from wise men. A mind needs books as a sword needs a whetstone if it is to keep its edge by George Martin. A great book should leave you with many experiences and slightly exhausted at the end. You get to live several lives while reading by William Styrone. And to acquire the habit of reading is to construct for yourself a refuge from almost all the miseries of life by Somerset Maugham. For those of you who are joining us um, for the first time today, Real Estate IQ is a technology and data company focused on creating work from home automated systems for the real estate investment community. So for those of you who continue to work in search for your next big deal in real estate, we might just have what you are looking for. And these are our work from home automated systems. First, we have the deal analysis, unlimited comps. REIQ began with this feature and it expanded to the next notch higher and that's deal finding with over 45,000 motivated seller leads. And we have premium with skip trace emails, phone numbers. All you need to do is grab your phone and get connected to your next property. And the latest offering from REIQ is the CRM. To automate your investing business, we have the customer relationship management. If you need staff for your expansion, you know, you, we can help you out with that to find great talent. Our mission, to empower your journey to freedom and success. Company core values, we have integrity, the quality of being honest, being trustworthy, and having strong moral principles. Growth-oriented, it is the belief that you can learn more, expand, and get better through better hard work, dedication, and perseverance. As a matter of fact, speaking of growth-oriented, our company is currently poised for national expansion. For the past seven years, we've been serving Texas. We are grown in Texas, and now we are in, in Florida and Georgia, and more major cities to come from major states. And we are, you know, practicing champion mindset. It is the mindset of a champion that is flexible and strong. Champions harbor the ability to cope with setbacks and obstacles with a strong will to succeed. And these are the qualities we stand for. And our vision for this book club is to bring together a core group of highly motivated individuals and high performers to grow together. So come and join us in our passive investment program. Stay on top of passive investment opportunities in the real estate IQ community. For program benefits, networking opportunities, etc., please visit our site at realestateiq.co/investwithus. And this is our timeline this afternoon. Later on, I'll be showing you the highlights of chapters 7 and 8. So this is the beauty of our book club. Even if you don't have the book or even if you don't have the time to read, you know, we're going to give you the first 5 to 10 minutes to um, read to you the highlights of this book. And we're going to have, for most part, the discussion with the panelists from 5.15 to 5.50. And the last 10 minutes will be dedicated for online networking time and whatever feedback you may have regarding these chapters. Disclaimer, all information in the presentation is intended for educational purposes only. We do not offer investment, financial, or legal advice. 
And may I have this pleasure of introducing our distinguished members of the panel who will help us dissect the lessons of this book. So ladies and gentlemen, our discussion leader, his expertise are in the field of residential and commercial real estate, communication, creative problem solving, deal structuring and strategy. Friends, real estate investor, coach and speaker, Mr. Brent Mott. And hopefully we'll get to have Michael with us. But nonetheless, our second member of the panel is called the Closer, the Closer of Deals, offering complete end-to-end -end turnkey support and power team, the president of Briar Court Homes, Mr. Michael Jeftis. And this is our book for this month, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Here we go. Chapter 7, Organized Planning. We have learned that everything man creates or acquires begin in the form of desire. That desire is taken on the first lap of its journey from the abstract to the concrete into the workshop of the imagination where plans for its transition are created and organized. First, you know, to do this, ally yourself with a group of as many people as you may need for the creation and carrying out of your plan or plans for the accumulation of money, making use of the mastermind principle described in, the, in a later chapter. You know, compliance with this instruction is absolutely essential, so do not neglect it. Second, before forming your mastermind alliance, decide what advantages and benefits you may offer the individual members of your group in return for their cooperation. No one will work indefinitely without some form of compensation. No intelligent, intelligent person will either request or expect another to work without adequate compensation, although this may not always be in the form of money. C, arrange to meet with the members of your mastermind group at least twice a week and more often if possible until you have jointly perfected the necessary plan or plans for the accumulation of money. D, maintain perfect harmony between yourself and every member of your mastermind group. If you fail to carry out this instruction to the letter, you may expect to meet with failure. The mastermind principle cannot obtain where perfect harmony does not prevail. Now, keep in mind these facts. First, you're engaged in an undertaking of major importance to you. To be sure of success, you must have plans which are faultless. Second, you must have the advantage of the experience, education, native ability, and imagination of other minds. It is this harmony with the methods followed by persons who have accumulated, accumulated great fortune. No individual has sufficient experience, education, Net native ability and knowledge to ensure the accumulation of great fortune without the cooperation of other people. Every plan you adopt in your endeavor to accumulate wealth should be the joint creation of yourself and every other member of your mastermind group. You may originate your plans either in whole or in part, but see that those plans are checked and approved by the members of your mastermind alliance. If the first plan which you adopt does not work successfully, replace it with a new plan. If this new plan fails to work, replace it, in turn with still another, and so on until you find a plan which does work. Right here is the point at which majority of men meet with failure because of their lack of persistence in creating new plans to take the place of those which fail. 
The most intelligent man living cannot succeed in accumulating money nor in any other undertaking without plans which are practical and workable. Just keep this fact in mind. And remember, when your plan fails, that temporary defeat is not permanent failure. It may only mean that your plans have not been sound. Build other plans. Start all over again. Thomas A. Edison failed 10,000 times before he perfected the incandescent electric light bulb we see in our houses today. That is, he met with temporary defeat 10,000 times before his efforts were crowned with success. There are two types of people in the world. One type is known as leaders and the other as followers. Decide at the outset whether you intend to become a leader in your chosen calling or remain a follower. The difference in compensation is vast. The follower cannot reasonably expect the compensation to which a leader is entitled, although many followers make the mistake of expecting such pay. It is no disgrace to be a follower. On the other hand, it is no credit to remain a follower. Most great leaders began in the capacity of followers. They became great leaders because they were intelligent followers. With a few exceptions, the man who cannot follow a leader intelligently cannot become an efficient leader. The man who can follow a leader most efficiently is usually the man who develops into leadership most rapidly. An intelligent follower has many advantages, among them the opportunity to acquire knowledge from his leader. And these are the major attributes of leadership. Unwavering courage, self-control, a keen sense of justice, definiteness of decision, definiteness of plans, the habit of doing more than paid for, pleasing personality, sympathy and understanding, mastery of detail, willingness to assume full responsibility and cooperation. The 10 major causes of failure in leadership. Number one, inability to organize details, unwillingness to render humble service, Expectation of pay for what they know instead of what they do with that which they know. Fear of competition from followers. Lack of imagination. Selfishness. Intemperance. Disloyalty. Emphasis on the authority of leadership. And emphasis of title. Now here's the QQS formula, which stands for quality, quantity, and spirit. The quality of service shall be construed to mean the performance of every detail in connection with your position in the most efficient manner possible, with the object of greater efficiency always in mind. Quantity of service shall be understood to mean the habit of rendering all the service of which you are capable at all times with the purpose of increasing the amount of service rendered as a greater skill is developed through practice and experience. Emphasis is again placed on the word habit. And S, spirit of service shall be construed to mean the habit of agreeable, harmonious conduct, which will induce cooperation from associates and fellow employees. And here's chapter eight, all about decisions. Accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that the lack of decision was, the ne was near the head of the list of 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of theory. It is a fact. Procrastination, the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every man must conquer. 
analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond a million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had a habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. People who fail have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. One of Henry Ford's most outstanding qualities is his habit of reaching decisions quickly and definitely and changing them slowly. This quality is so pronounced in Mr. Ford that it has given him the reputation of being obstinate. It was this quality which prompted Mr. Ford to continue to manufacture his model, famous Model T, and it was considered the world's ugliest car at the time, when all of his advisors and customers were urging him to change it. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money are generally easily influenced by the opinions of others. They permit outside forces to do their thinking for them. Opinions are the cheapest commodities on earth. If you are influenced by opinions, then you reach decisions you will not succeed in any undertaking, much less in that of transmuting your own desire into money. If you are influenced by the opinions of others, you will have no desire of your own. Keep your own counsel by reaching your own decisions and following them. Take no one into your confidence except the members of your mastermind group. And be very sure in your selection of this group that you may only choose those who will be in complete sympathy and harmony with your purpose. The value of decisions depends upon the courage required to render them. The great decisions which served as the foundation of civilization were reached by assuming great risks, which often meant the possibility of death. Lincoln's decision to issue his famous Proclamation of Emancipation, which gave freedom to the colored people of America, was rendered with the full understanding that his act would turn thousands of friends and political supporters against him. He knew that carrying out that proclamation would mean death to thousands of men on the battlefield. And in the end, it cost Lincoln his life. And that required courage. And that's it. Our summary for chapters seven and eight. Let me now turn over the floor to our panelist, Brent. Awesome. Thank you very much, Arthur. Uh, uh, Michael had a flight today. Uh, so there's, there's a few things that I really want to point out that uh, I think uh, are really uh, important and applicable um, for all of our uh, investors. So I'd like to do something uh, a little bit different today. I'd, uh, I'd like to... Uh, in a few, or I'd like to pull in all of uh, all of our attendees a little bit early, except for Robert. Robert can't talk. All right, I guess we'll let Robert talk. Um, he he has good stuff to say sometimes, but everybody take anything Robert says with a grain of salt. Um, so I I think that uh, the organized planning section uh, he laid it out in pretty great detail. So we we really. Uh, there, there's not a lot to, to kind of add, and, and the takeaways are, are very straightforward for the most part. A uh, couple of things in here. Uh, early on, uh, he talks about temporary defeat. Temporary defeat is not permanent failure. Temporary defeat should mean only one thing, the certain knowledge that there is something wrong with your plan. Okay, so uh, a lot of people get into uh, uh, real estate investing or really any entrepreneurial endeavor, and 
when they're not immediately millionaires, uh, when, when they don't start making, you know, a quarter million dollars a year in their, in their first month, they're like, Oh, well, this clearly doesn't work. Uh, entrepreneurs. I, it's one of the, the few, uh, career paths, I guess, where, where we, where we expect immediate results. And I don't know why people think that I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to make all of this money like that. Um, look, look at anybody that makes a lot of money. Look, look at anybody. Um, if you look at a doctor, they go to school for 12 years and then they go to college and they go to medical. Uh, so college for four years, medical school for four years, uh, residency for at least a year, uh, residencies can go another eight to 10 years if you're getting super specialized. So you're, you're looking at 20, 20 plus years of school before they start to earn a dollar. That, that's 20 years of money out before they earn anything. Lawyers, 12 years of school, seven years of, of uh, college and, uh, and law school before they earn a dollar. Professional musicians, all right, now get I, I, I know Bowie's listening to to Justin Bieber and Justin Bieber. I mean, he was he was successful and he he got it right away. All right, well we can't all be Justin Bieber. Um, I know Bowie just really loves that music. Um, uh, but I mean, w- w- when we look at professional performers, how many years do they put into their craft before they make a dollar? Professional athletes. Uh, I I mean I. Uh, I, I was an athlete. I mean, you put in a minimum of 12 years before you get to college. And typically you play four years of college um, before you, before you even think about making money on any of that, all, all of those jobs, you're looking at years, you're looking at years and years and years, but you know, as, as entrepreneurs, we're willing to give ourselves six months and, and why aren't we, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But I mean, that's one of the biggest uh, causes of failure is, you know, we try this, we send out a hundred letters and be like, Oh, well, this doesn't work. Oh, we knocked on four doors and nobody fell all over us to, to sell us our house. So this doesn't work. Um, so that you can definitely shortcut this. And I'm not saying that it takes 20 years to be a real estate investor, but Man, give give yourself six months. I mean, come on. That, that's crazy how people just are. Uh, I mean, they, they just give up so fast. Um, this so uh, Arthur was saying how he's read so much of this before, and then it turns out, oh well, it came from this book. So this is something my grandmother told me all the time: a quitter never wins, and a winner never quits. Apparently, my grandma didn't make that up. Um, so, I mean, that's, uh, that's the, the heading of one of the sections. Uh, he talks about, it should be encouraging to know that practically all the great fortunes began in the form of compensation for services from the sale of ideas. So, uh, for, for many of us, real estate investing is a sales role. Um, it, it's a sales role. It's a different type of sales role. Um, but it is a sales and service role. We are selling people on how our service of buying their house will solve their problems. So it's not a sales role that we normally think of sales roles, but it is a sales role. Um, 
sales is one of the only professions that allows people to jump socioeconomic classes. Um, and, and it comes down to the ability to sell, which is really just the ability to communicate with people. Um, history is filled with evidence that leadership by force cannot endure. Okay. Uh, so if you're in a leadership position, leadership by force can endure. Israel came from, uh, one of the, uh, few areas has a background, uh, special forces, Thank you for your service, by the way. Um, uh, and leadership by force, I mean, that, that, that's going to have some effect when, when you're fighting people with guns for your life. Um, but I guarantee you, uh, when, when, we, when Israel gets a chance to talk, um, the leaders that just led because they had the rank weren't respected. Um, and the leadership from the people that, that earned it, I'm sure, was was well earned and well respected well liked and and followed much better than the person that just you know had the rank uh truly great leaders are willing when occasion demands to perform any sort of labor that they would ask another to perform the greatest among ye shall become a servant to all so this is this is another thing um he's not on the call so i'm not gonna tell you his name but uh, I was just talking to uh, a new investor who, who made, you know, a quarter million dollars a year at a, at a career that he spent 30 years developing that career. And he made a quarter million dollars a year. And he told me, well, I have, I have to replicate that income this month. I've got to do it right now. Okay, great. What's your marketing budget? Oh, I don't have any money for marketing. Okay, great. We're going to do a lot of cold calling on the real estate IQ list. Oh, that's a minimum wage activity. I'm not going to do that. I, I don't know how you're going to get any, get any business if you're not willing to put any time or money into your, into your marketing. But that's a, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, cold calling sucks. Cold calling is not fun. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a, a horrible experience. I mean, you're, you're a glutton for punishment. You're going to get cussed out. You're going to get yelled at. But if you're not willing to do it, if, if you're not willing to, to learn, it is, something you can, it is something that you can outsource. You can't outsource it if you haven't done it. You, you can't teach somebody else to do something that you haven't done. So yes, let's, let's get to a point that we can outsource some of those minimum wage activities. Let, let's get there. But man, you got to be willing to do it yourself. You, you got to be able to get in the trenches, trenches. That way you can, you can walk people through how to, how to do things. All right. Uh, courtesy and service are the watchwords of merchandising today. Courtesy and service. Um, if I uh, if you come to my class on negotiation, I tell I tell people pretty early on. So if they just want to take the day off, my negotiation class and general negotiation can be summed up with: be nice to people. Be nice. J just just be kind. Be friendly. Be courteous. Provide service. Put other people's needs in front of your own. Um, lots of great lists. This is, um, I haven't, uh, 
this is a book that I was reading once a year for a long time, and I haven't read it in about three years. Um, this chapter is definitely one that I'm going to be referencing a lot because lots of really, really good lists. And outside of just reading the list to you, I mean, Napoleon Hill pretty, pretty, pretty darn well. Uh, I'd rather have you take it from him than from me just breaking down these lists to you. Um, uh, on well, which list is this? 30 major causes of failure, procrastination. Man, I am a world-class procrastinator. I am a world-class procrastinator. So this is something that I have to put off. One thing that I highlighted in that, time will never be just right. Time will never be just right. So uh, you've probably heard me say this before. Do you know when the best time to plant a tree is? Well, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. All right, that, that's the second best time. Um, so don't wait for the time to be right. Um, get whatever you're working on done. Get it good enough to get it out and then get it right. Okay, get it done and then get it right. Because done is better than perfect. And timing will never be perfect. Um, so th this is something that, uh, I think in, I think in next week's class, we're going to talk about masterminds, uh, but wrong selection of associates in business. We emulate those with whom we associate most closely, pick an employer who you, who is worth emulating, um, guard your time. Guard your, guard your time, guard your social network. We become like the people that we surround ourselves with or we surround ourselves with people that are like us. So surround yourself with people that you would like to be like um, and, and make sure that you've got the, the kind of people that are pushing you to succeed and encouraging you to succeed. Uh, your value is established entirely by your ability to provide useful service or your capacity to induce others to provide you such service. Um, it goes back to the Zig Ziglar quote, if you help enough people get what they want, you can't help but get what you want. Everything is, uh, that we do, all of our success boils down to providing service, providing value, adding value to other people. Um, you know, we're, we're a week before the election, so I'm gonna talk about some political stuff. Um, guess which way I lean. All right. But this is a capitalistic society. It was developed through the use of capital. And we who claim the right to partake of the blessing of freedom and opportunity, we who seek to accumulate riches here may as well know that neither riches nor opportunity would be available to us if organized capital has not provided these benefits. Okay. So we need to uh, take use of both our capital and the capital of the people in our network. Um, and if you don't have capital, if you don't have resources, make sure that you can add value to people that do have those resources. Uh, there's one dependable method of accumulating and legally holding riches, and that is by providing useful service. No system has ever been created uh, by which people can legally acquire riches through mere force of numbers or without giving in at return an equivalent value in one form or another. There's a principle known as the law of economics. 
This is more than a theory. It is a law that no person can beat. Um, add value, find opportunities to serve others. The law of economics was passed by nature. This is, this is human nature. Um, human beings are selfish by nature. And the way that we get ahead is we appeal to other people's nature. And if we, uh, if you want to talk about capitalism versus socialism, uh, socialism says capitalists are evil. Okay. Uh, capitalism says human beings are evil. Human be human beings are flawed. It is what it is. Capitalism takes that into account. Um, that is why capitalism works better than socialism. Socialism works in uh, a utopian society where everything is run on on unicorn dust and I don't know and and hopes and dreams. I, I uh, what is it? There's a, there's an old song about living on uh, free bubble up and and drinking rainbow stew. So um, it, it it comes down to that adding value. It's constantly how can we add more value? All right. Um, and then decision making. Uh, th this is huge. This is absolutely huge. Um, I know Bowie's got no problem making decisions. Bowie Bowie is one of the few people that I've ever been like, whoa, let's 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 pull pull back on the reins a little bit. So, Bowie, ignore me for a couple minutes. You're you've got this part covered. Go go take a, a stretch break. All right. Um, uh, so uh, this is chapter eight. Disclose the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. Analysis of several hundred people who accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly. All right, make a decision fast, change your mind slow. If and when they were changed, people who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. All right. These are the people that are, oh, well, this week, this week, I'm going to send out 100 yellow letters. Oh, well, I didn't get an immediate result. So this week, I'm going to I'm going to cold call 100 people. And let's face it, it's probably 10 yellow letters and five cold calls. Oh well, that didn't work. This week I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna put fifty dollars towards Facebook marketing. Oh well, that didn't work this week. So next week I'm gonna try this. Oh, I'm gonna do bandit signs this week. Oh, I'm gonna. Okay, so I I gave you the 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 one line version of negotiation class. Be nice. One line of marketing class. Pick something and do it. There you go. Pick something and go with it and be consistent. All right. Uh, so this is, this is something I love. Opinions are the cheapest commodities on earth. All right. Uh, they're, they're like a, a certain body part. Everybody's got one and they all stink. Um, there you go. All right. Um, it is a characteristic of people who have but a smattering of a veneer of knowledge to try to give the impression that they have much knowledge. Such people generally do too much talking and too little listening. You have seven holes in your head. All right. Six of them take in information. 
one of them puts out information, right? I'll give you a minute to count. Two eyes, two nostrils, two ears and a mouth. All right. Uh, that's the appropriate ratio. That that is that is where we should be. Is we need to be listening more than we talk. Uh, uh, in a negotiation, the person that's talking the most feels like they're in control, but they're the ones that are out of control. All right. Listen. If you spend more time listening, when you do speak, it carries much more weight. All right. And everybody, I, most of the people on this call have been around me before. And they're like, Brent, you're a giant hypocrite. All right. You've seen me in roles where my job is to teach. Yes. When, when, my, when my role is to teach, I'm going to speak more. But if you ever see me in a negotiation, believe it or not, I'm pretty silent. Uh, if, if you're ever in a board meeting with me, I'm going to sit in and I'm going to take in a ton of information before I say anything. Uh, we had our quarterly uh, property management meeting today and I spent pretty much the whole day listening. All right. And then giving back my feedback uh, very, very uh, sparsely. Um, uh, there, there's a saying that I think it was Mark Twain if you don't know who, who quoted something, go with either Mark Twain, Einstein, or Lincoln, and then people will go with it. Um, but it's better to keep your mouth uh, shut and be believed a fool than to open your mouth and remove any doubt. Um, don't, I, I'm, I'm willing to let people, um, I'm willing to let people uh, come up with their own opinions about me. Uh, this, this was something uh, Aaron, my business partner, was here for the property management company, and he was. Uh, uh, Aaron's an incredibly, incredibly successful developer, and uh, he was at a wedding this weekend, and there was a, uh, a a loan originator there that you know had a big head, and he all right, it was a guy with Louis Vuitton shoes and a Louis Vuitton belt. Sorry if that's you, but. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> come on, man. You know the thing, all right? Um, uh, and and he was a mortgage loan originator, and he probably makes 150, 200, which which is which is a really good income, but huge head. And talking down to my business partner Aaron, and uh, and then somebody came up to Aaron as like, oh, so I. I heard you just did a $39 million deal that you only had to bring 300 grand to the table because you're a wizard with tax credits. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Let other people say how successful you are. You, you don't need to share that. And this guy that thought that he was hot stuff making his buck 50 a year, um, just totally, totally leveled. Um, so, I mean, it's it just kind of funny. And, and it's just because, you know, Aaron didn't feel the need to let everybody know that he was hot stuff. Um, somebody else came, came in and shared that with the group. Um, I think that's the, um, uh, the biggest thing that I will say about uh, decision. Uh, throughout this philosophy will be found the suggestion that throughout the – that thought backed by a strong desire has a tendency to transmute itself into physical equivalent. All right. So you have to have the idea 
you have to have the desire um, and then you have to have uh, the, the plan uh, to put this in place. Um, I will say um, we've got a lot of uh, uh, a lot of misinformation that our that society's trying to push right now on, on the founding of the United States. Um, I've read biographies of every um, of every not every, okay not I haven't read the 200 biographies, but every major founding father I've read their biographies. Uh, yes, they may their the culture was bad at the time, but they were people of their times. Um, and I, I uh, they 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 made decisions that were along with their time. That being said, uh, the evils that they did were world evils, not American evils. Um, and I love how much Napoleon Hill talked about how great the founding of this country. Um, was um, and how blessed we are to live in this country. Um, it, it's it's absolutely incredible. So I loved, 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 loved uh, that summary. Um, uh, I would like to go ahead, especially since Michael's not here, everybody's probably sick of listening to me anyways. Um, I'd love to go ahead and pull everybody in and uh, I'd love to get uh, some more feedback. All right, so we're gonna request Jeff. Let's have everybody on board. All right, so we have a longer networking time and discussion on the book, and we'd love to hear from you. Please have your microphones and your videos ready. I'm surprised Louie actually knew who Justin Bieber was. <laughs> I was I was laughing reading his comments. <laughs> So I, so Bowie was saying he jumped so, social classes by becoming a sales guy and ultimately a sales executive. Um, I, I mean, I jumped, I personally, I jumped uh, several socioeconomic classes um, through sales and being an entrepreneur. Um, I, I mean, as, as, as Bowie's, Bowie's with me that cold calling is awful and not fun. Um, it pays. It pays well. It, it's a. It's a great place to get started. Um, Arthur, where are these recordings posted? Or does oh, yes, we we do have um, a library of sorts. We archive them in um, in our system, but it's also available in YouTube. But in YouTube, it's it's delayed for about a week or two, so they don't come out right away. But for for our um, private archive, we we can share them to you um, after a day of the webinar. Awesome. All right, guys, I would I would love to get uh, anybody that's got some feedback. Israel, I'd love to hear you know your uh, kind of I, I I made some guesses about your experience with with leadership by force and and know kind of your background, and I would just love to hear about that. Um, and, and everybody on here, I'd love to hear y'all's opinions about these couple chapters or just any, any thoughts that it led you to. Okay. Uh, thanks Brent. So yeah. Um, in special forces, actually, we had really, really good leadership. Um, kind of like if, if you've ever, uh, and I'm sure Brent, I know you have, heard uh, the dichotomy of leadership and all that. Uh, kind of like the SEAL teams, uh, for the most part, um, 
our leaders are brought up from within the so they're normally good guys if not the word kind of gets around and they kind of just don't make it um having said that i did butt heads with two different leaders uh when when i was in work and it was kind of forced leadership and yeah we definitely did not get along but uh we still managed to get our missions done and all that um we were talking about planning it reminded me when i went to my senior non uh non-commissioned officer school uh we had to go through what was called mdmp it's mission development mission planning but it's a super in-depth pretty much every question what if this happens what if that happens so it's a planning cell for about almost 24 hours basically of of writing it and just to do one you know one mission and it's just super detailed and that's uh that was kind of forced leadership there definitely did not enjoy that but uh looking back on it man it it taught me so much it's like cold calling i don't enjoy it i still get on and cold call i do have my va doing that but i still do get on just to you know if if i'm not on it for three months you know the styles may change and if i'm not there to to pick up on that you know i might not be able to advise them so Robert, I, I guess we'll let you talk even even though I, I, I was questioning it. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a, a trial run here. Well, my feelings are hurt. I'm a very deeply sensitive guy and I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to speak now, but I'll try. Um, your safety pin in your safe space. <laughs> well, I'm surprised, Brent, because normally I talk about how brilliant you are, but I guess I need to change that. Uh, <laughs> that formula but uh no first of all israel thank you for your service uh um uh, yeah, our freedom is delicate and uh, without people like you out there protecting it um god only knows where we'd be um on another side note i didn't know gene hackman had joined us i'm sure larry's heard that before though maybe it's just on camera <laughs> he looks like that. Anyway, um, something you said, Brent, and, and I actually don't remember reading it in the book, which surprises me, but um, you commented on the differences in, in uh, uh, change by leadership by force. Um, and in, in our coaching practice, one of the things that we work very hard on is is you, your whole goal is to facilitate change. Change by force or change by force leadership is immediate change and it's temporary always. It is never long lasting. Change by influence is where you get lasting change and significant results. And I know you said we're gonna talk about masterminds next week, but that is that is one of the, I mean, it, it amuses the hell out of me when we go back and read classics like this, um, just how much Napoleon Hill has been repackaged and redelivered. Um, I don't know that anyone knew that he used the term masterminds. Everybody thinks that's a net, relatively new concept. And I mean, this book was written, you know, way before I was born. And uh, well, maybe not way, but significantly before I was born. And it, it, you know, it does refer to the world war. 
if that gives you <laughs> well then i can safely say significantly before i was born um but the the whole concept of masterminds is so important and if you guys if, if you aren't in i'm in several masterminds i consider this a mastermind and if you're not in a mastermind group where you don't feel like you're qualified to be in a mastermind group ask the members say i mean i have anything to contribute but man i'd love to sit in and and just get a brain dump from you guys i've never heard anyone that would turn you down unless it's a very limited you know i i've got one i'm in that's um they're all c-level guys that don't want to be publicly spotlighted or highlighted so they're very private about getting in but anyway get in a mastermind um and again, I, I'm like you, Brent. I've read this book over and over again. How I missed these lists, I do not know. And it's probably because they were lists. And and I was like, I'm not going to read these lists. And I'm, this time I highlighted every one of them. And I want to go back because they're just, again, it's all been repackaged by other people. But just so much information just in his list alone. And so it's just, I just, I can't, this book, I've, I've got it on audio. I've got it on Kindle. I've got hard copy. I've got soft copy. And I just go back. And back. Actually, I bought a new soft copy so I could mark it up. Uh, unlike Brent, I, I just, I grew up with uh, educators and people that perceive themselves to be uh, intellectuals and uh, librarians and those type of people. And to write, to write in a book is sacrilege. So I, it, it's uh, I pull teeth when I'm doing it, but I always get a paperback to mark it up. But this is just, I mean, I don't think there's anything Napoleon Hill says it's not gold. And, and it's, you know, it's gold because it has been restated, repackaged, you know, had a bow tie put on it by millions of people. And I mean, this was NLP before NLP existed. You know, it's just, there's nothing that isn't a gold mine in here. And it's just, uh, I lose track because I read ahead. And so I had to go back to, to the chapter we're in and organizing planning. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I am, I, I would argue that I am a better procrastinator than you, but we can discuss that later. I'm so um, good at it. I'll do it tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. I have lists all over here about, about, uh, I have all kinds of lists and, uh, little motivational banners up above my desk about, uh, you know, get it done today. And I have a couple that I'm going to hang someday, but, uh, I'm the same way. I, I, it's, it is, that is by far probably procrastination is probably my, my greatest weakness, uh, by far. And, and something to, to combat, uh, procrastination specifically, have someone in your life that's going to call you into check. Um, I, I mean, that, that was one of the biggest things that uh, uh, having an assistant for me uh, really helped. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to get on top of this. Somebody in your mastermind uh, can be a, an accountability partner that, that can help out uh, with that. And that, that's going to be a, a really good opportunity. Yeah, uh, he but, may have. He, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brent. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, we may have already read that chapter, but somewhere in this book, he talks about accountability. He, he may not use that word, but I think he does. But he talks about being, being holding to other people for your word. Um, and, and the other thing is you, you pick this out um, for those, I don't, we've got a couple of new people. So if you haven't read Jocko's book on leadership do, but Jocko Wilnick, I mean, this is, I mean, when you get into the parts where he talks about leadership, it is almost verbatim, the things that Jocko said. And I'm not saying Jocko stole them, but it, it, that's how relative they are and still hold true. So, 
anyway, that's my two cents. Absolutely. I mean, it, uh, so, so much of this, I, it, it's kind of like he was talking about so many of these things are laws of nature, um, and, and different natural resources, I guess, can be discovered by, uh, by multiple people and, uh, and redone in, in multiple ways. But I, I was just going to say, referring to, uh, uh, World War One as World War One in the 19, uh, in the late twenties and early thirties, that would have been very pessimistic. Um, and, uh, I, I found that Judy doesn't like it when I introduce her as my first wife, um, that, uh, <laughs> she doesn't think it's nearly as funny as I think it is. Uh, Larry, Stacy Bowie, uh, Stacy put in, I'd, I'd love to hear from y'all. Stacy put in the comments whenever she's cold, uh, cold calling, she feels like she's mining for gold. Uh, and I keep telling myself you're three feet from gold. So one thing I will say about that is uh, one, of the, one of the ways that they used to uh, mine for gold in Alaska is uh, it, it was frozen a, a lot of the years. So what they would do is they would build a fire, all right? They would build a fire and, the, and they would let the fire burn overnight. And the, that fire would heat up the ground enough for them to dig about 18 inches deep. And then they would dig out that 18 inches of muck and mud and dirt and, and snow and garbage. And then the next night they'd have to start another fire and they could go 18 inches down at a time uh, in, in doing this. And cold calling can feel exactly the same way. But as long as you're making that forward progress, um, that, that three feet from gold is, is absolutely true. Um, and, and I like the, the earlier reference to, uh, uh, from, uh, from this book. All right. Bowie, Larry, Stacy, any words of wisdom? I was muted. <laughs> they, now you're I mean, not. I, no, I, I, I have this, uh, book on audio and it, and it seems like, uh, it's everything you said. Yeah. Yeah. I've probably had it for six years and maybe once a year you listen to it, but you always pick up something different. And, uh, I think that would go along with your mastermind groups all the way. Cold calling, I really haven't done yet, but uh, I sure get a lot of those calls. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Right, if you can learn to do this without cold calling, power to you. Yeah, I'd like to find out. Yeah, and and it's not the only way. It's it's just one way oh. to do it. Yeah. It's the yeah, I'm, I'm just going to start. Yeah, I mean, it's the only way. I love it. Yeah, good deal. Good job. Good job. Thank you so much, Larry. Thank you for joining us. Bowie, what's good? Well, I just put, I put most of my comments in the chat box, but the, the um, uh, and I know Israel knows this because he's, he's special forces. Um, you know, you can't hold your troops to account or anyone to account unless you've learned to be held to account first by others and then by yourself. Um, right, Israel? Uh, maybe Israel's muted, but, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you can't learn to hold yourself to account. You first got to have commanders or, you know, people that tell you what to do and then you do it. And if you don't get it done, you know, then, you know, you're going to suffer the consequences and, and then they, you learn to be held to account. Uh, and then you can learn to hold yourself to account. You know, and I've got my, uh, goal, 
which is very aggressive of my personal net worth, you know, by April 15th of uh, uh, 2028. Uh, and I could sit, I, every, I, I got it out public and view it. And uh, uh, that, and, you know, and then I take actions and I got to, there's things I just don't want to do, but I'm going to do them because I won't get that goal fulfilled, even have a chance in hell of doing it unless I do that. And I'm, I'm really, I mean, Brent, I'd already told you, I, they moved my Taekwondo training mm -hmm. now Monday, Wednesday, Friday, unfortunately. Uh, and, but uh, I want to be listening and watching the recordings of this. Um, yeah, and yeah, someone said they like my shirt. Just make sure everyone you know votes for Trump. <laughs> and last thing we want is a socialist country. That, that would be bad. So, yes. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it for me. We, we look forward to when when they change it again. We're looking forward to having you back. Um, and then uh, uh, share any feedback uh, that you get. Um, but Bowie, you were talking about accountability. I don't, Stacy. I don't know if your uh, microphone doesn't work, but Stacy was talking about having an accountability partner, and right. and and that is so powerful to have somebody that you've got to answer to. Um, because it's one thing to let yourself down it's something entirely else to let somebody else down. Um, and, and just half and just happen to say, happen happen to go to another adult and saying, you know, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Um, I I'm Brent, for me, real quick on that. That was like when I was a Sears school instructor, I could punish the one person say you were messing up. If I punished you, it's one thing. After a while, if, if, you're, if I saw that you were taking the punishment, not a problem. I went and got others and punished them for you, and that always changed them very quickly. Yep, yep. It's, wow. it's, it's that being responsible for somebody else. And, and, and Were you a so, SEAL, Israel? Were you a Navy SEAL? No, I was an Army Green Beret. Yeah, so I wanted to be Special Forces. <laughs> so, Long well, story. <laughs> I think that this is a, a really good recap of these chapters. I do believe that, uh, Arthur, we're reading 9 and 10 next week. Oh, yes, that's and, 9 and 10 for next week. And I think that goes through the mastermind principle. Yeah. Uh, so, Arthur, I'll let, I'll, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Arthur, I'll let you take us home. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for being with us this afternoon. And we look forward to seeing you next week for another session of the Successful Habits Book Club. Thank you and enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye-bye. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.